Before we get started, I wanted to share that my friend Liam Brennan from BusterBox has officially opened the doors for his Subscription Box Experts Academy. If you've outgrown the training that we offer here, then this is your next step if you're serious about scaling your subscription box business. Here's some of the stuff that he covers. Conversion rate optimization, social proof and having a positive digital footprint, Facebook ads, creating the perfect offer for your subscription box, retargeting and advanced retargeting, sales funnels, and so much more. He has bonuses like live group calls and a private group just for students. But if you enroll with our affiliate link, we've got a bonus for you too. We'll send you the brand new Subscription Box Bootcamp Workbook to make sure you have all your foundations covered. It's over 250 full-color pages and a $200 value that you'll get for free, but only if you enroll with our link. So go in the show notes to grab it. All right, let's get this episode started. So you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball. And I'm Renee Gonzalez, your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs wanting to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. In today's episode, I interviewed Sarah Jansel, nicknamed the Shopify Queen. She's a speaker, podcaster, and CEO of Jansel & Co., where she and her team build, brand, and grow awesome websites on Shopify and Kajabi. Now, one of the two softwares that we recommend for subscription box business owners is Shopify. So if you're thinking about using it, listen up. This is the episode for you. Not only will she drop some good advice on why it's a good platform, but she's going to tell you about how her team can help you if you're struggling on the tech side of things. So without further ado, it's time to meet Sarah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. I've got a guest on here today that I know you're going to be interested in hearing from. We are talking about the website platform Shopify. And so, of course, I'm going to bring on the Shopify queen, Sarah Jansel. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. It's fun because we met just a few weeks ago back in May at the ultimate product party. And that was such an amazing event. I had so many takeaways, but per usual, when I went, when I go to an event, the biggest thing that I take away is new connections. And so I'm super grateful to have met you at that event. Yeah. Likewise. Oh my gosh. A, what a great event because no one does anything on product and B, same thing. I kind of went in with like, just going to experience this, no expectations, but the people were so incredible, yourself included. (laughs) Well, a lot of people will be meeting you for the first time. So why don't you just give them a quick introduction of your background, where you live, a little bit about how you got started. Yeah, for sure. So hi everyone, Sarah Jansel self-proclaimed, but I was actually given this nickname, the Shopify queen. So I'm like, I'm just going to wear it. I'm going to own it. (laughs) I think it fits pretty good. So I feel like people have kind of picked that up and it works for me. But I actually have a background. I spent 20 years in corporate. So business operations, HR, worked for banks, consulting firms, the tech company. So completely different realm. And while I was doing that, I was really looking for something a little bit more creative. So I actually started my own Shopify fashion biz. 
while I was running my VP role and realized, holy smokes, there's like this whole world of entrepreneurship and online business and all kinds of things that I had never really anticipated or experienced. And so I was totally sold. And in 2020, I started to scale that business. And all of a sudden, you know what happens in March, I'm working with a coach and we are talking about some of the tactics for my fashion biz. And she's like, well, actually people actually need this skill that you have, right? Like, so you've done a lot of things with coaching and business and you build brand and help companies with all kinds of things and you know Shopify. So long story short, I ended up taking on a few clients and was completely sold and thought this is the thing. It matches the creativity I was missing, but also marries the business end of things. And so I made the leap like two months later and here we are now in 2023 running in Jansel and co. So excited to to chat more about it. That's such a great story. Thank you for sharing. I too am a corporate dropout. A lot of my listeners might be working a full-time job right now while they pursue their side hustle or while they pursue their subscription box dreams. And so one of the questions that I get asked the most as a subscription box business coach is what website platform should I use? And so many website platforms out there are like really easy, but they don't fulfill the needs that specifically a subscription box business would need. So we typically recommend one of two softwares. And we've talked about this before. We recommend Subly or Shopify. And so I've already talked to Stefan of Subly. So this is why I'm so excited to talk to you about Shopify. So if someone's just hearing about this website platform for the first time, what do you love about it? Yeah. Okay. So when I was initially looking for a platform, I had absolutely no idea what platform to use and really took it to Google and was looking at all things, you know, like, where am I going to go and sell products? And there were a few websites that came up. So I know you mentioned Subly, of course, there's like Squarespace and WooCommerce and like, there's all these platforms. So if you're new to this, it can feel a little bit like, I don't really know <laughs> where I should go. Yeah, so I love that you've kind of got your top two and there are some pretty pretty good reasons for that. And so I ended up going with Shopify for a few reasons. And these reasons still stand true to today. And actually, I would say they continue to get even bigger and better. So first of all, I do not work for Shopify. <laughs> I will promote them because I am a partner and I just love this product. So a couple of things I think you need to know is you want an all-in-one product. And so what I mean by that is you are going to get your inventory management, your customer CRM base, your email marketing and automations, which we can probably talk about more if we need to now getting bigger better than even when I was in there built in, you are going to get your website. And you know, you're going to be able to manage all the things that you need to do as a business owner, literally in one place. So there are apps and things, of course, that we can add for some of the subscription components that you're going to need. But a lot mm-hmm. of those actually in my favorite one starts out as being free. So that's even better. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So There are obviously a lot of things involved with that. But what I would say is Shopify's methodology that I really love, and if you're running a subscription business or any product-based business for that matter, is obviously your website's a component and it's critical and it's important and you want it to represent your brand and all the things that you're trying to get across to the ideal client. But it is one of many places that you can sell your products. So imagine going to a conference. You were just at a conference the other week. Um, Summit, yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, if you had a booth there and wanted to do some in-person sales, well, they have a point of sale for that. If you wanted to promote your subscription box on Instagram and have your inventory and everything connected to Instagram so you could sell your subscription boxes, well, you can do that. You can do that on Pinterest. You can do that on Facebook. So there's like just all of these different things that you can do. And I feel like it's really becoming more of, I'm going to use a term like the omnipresence that you can have with your business where it allows you to do those things. And you might think, well, I can already create a shop on Instagram or Facebook and things like that. But how are you managing the inventory? Like Shopify literally connects and with a button, you can say, I want my stuff to show up on these channels. So it just makes it a lot easier. There's probably a million other reasons, but I think all in one to me is like, make my life easy because I already have enough things to deal with. (laughs) I'm all about keeping things simple. And one of the challenges I think is if you want to be on multiple platforms, it can be a challenge to have a gazillion different logins and keeping these orders straight from these orders. So tell us a little bit more about like, what does it look like to operate in the back end of of Shopify? You mentioned email automations, which is super important for e-commerce, like receipts or um, renewal reminders, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say when I was talking about customers, so anybody that subscribes to you, purchases your products, like all those things, you can add lists if you have them now and you're like, well, actually, I'm using MailChimp or Flowdesk or whatever. You can still use that, of course, but you can also import those things if you're wanting to do things with Shopify. For your inventory, I mean, there's a whole gamut of ways we can manage that. And it depends on the client. So obviously, you can add your products there. We can make them available. If you're bundling certain things or you're using something for your like all the subscription boxes are a little bit unique that we've worked sure. with. So it just depends on how you're going to manage it. But there's a place for that you can report on and update simply as you need to, especially I'm thinking as you have different new products. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would say we touched on subscriptions. So there's some software for that. My favorite by far is Appstool. There are plenty of brands out there. Julie, you and I were talking about this the other day, but this is a really cool company. Again, I don't work for them, but (laughs) we can give you a free trial link or whatever you need. But they're really cool because I feel like they're really flexible and they offer a cool kind of tiered plan. It's changed over time and it could evolve again, you know, depending on when you're hearing this podcast. But the nice thing is that it's a great way to get started with subscriptions without paying a ton and they can make it flexible. So say your box goes every month or you have a couple of different things and once every month or every six months or whatever it is, you know, letting people know what it is that they need to know very easily about how to make changes to that subscription or update their credit card or like all the things we don't think about, like it's just the one go-to place for that. And then I would say there's other little perks as well. So like managing if you want to have a blog that's tied to mm, your subscription yes. box, right? You can do that Good for SEO. Yeah. So huge for that content. It's going to be king for people, you know, on the search end of things. Mm-hmm. We can actually manage your SEO very easily in this platform. And so, oh, yeah, cool. there's a plethora of, yeah, there's a lot of places we can go in and actually update the description. So what you see on Google is different from the actual thing you see in the store. So it's like one thing when someone's landed in your website to say, this is the product, here's what's in the box, here's like the terms, all those things. But that's not what we want to use to actually attract someone. So we can have the same product with two different descriptions. It's more like, what is someone actually searching for? And then when they get there, we tell them the goods. (laughs) Yeah, 
because they might not know about your box yet. So they're searching for a solution to whatever their problem is, or they're searching for some sort of gift. So just to take it back a second. So when it comes to this platform out of the box, you can't run a subscription product on it. You have to add plugins, right? Yeah, Yeah. So that's what she's talking about. If you're thinking about, okay, can I just run through Shopify? Yeah, you can run your subscription box through Shopify. It's a great platform. You will have to add a recurring cart app. And that's what App Store is. That's what that is. Yeah. So that allows, just like, it just takes it to the next level. Shopify is your base. And then you can add on these plugins or these apps based off of your particular needs. So if you are a really big business and you have all these really unique things, that might cost a lot more. But for us, we're running very simple models, very simple, basic membership subscription box. And so yeah. you can run that out of the box with just one app, probably. Yeah, 100%. It would just be the one app. You might want your Instagram feed on there. You know, that again, that's free as well. So there's lots nice. of little like quirks that we can do to get those things. All the sales channels I mentioned are free as well. So you don't pay for any of that stuff. So it can be as simple or, you know, as complex as as you want it to be. And I would say, or you want to grow into it to be, of course, right? Because you're just trying to get your product up. So yeah, yeah. that's such a good point because a lot of times we tell our students to start simple, get the ball rolling, see what that looks like, create your standard operating procedures, your SOPs. And then as you grow and you get feedback from your customers, you may want to add more bells and whistles. And so then you can add on anything via app as you go. So that's great to know that you can grow with it. Yeah, definitely. And I would say probably still fairly limited depending on what you know, you're wanting to do a subscription. And like, from my experience, what we've seen is you'll have a box or maybe a couple, like depending on what you have or the actual frequency of that, usually not too many. And then if you have individual, like limited time items that maybe didn't sell in the box or something like that, you have left over. Sometimes we'll have clients that will port those up and be like limited time. You know, if you didn't get the June box, but you're interested in this product, or they ended up having a vendor that gave them more or something like that, or a promotion, Mm -hmm. then you can actually sell them individually. And then you don't need anything really for that. You're just plug and play. So Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, it's so often that we will either buy more than we need because we're buying as subscription box owners so far out, 30, 60, 90 days out from actually shipping these things. So sometimes we might run into excess inventory, but that's a great way to increase the average cart value too, is adding, you know, offering a special deal as someone's already subscribing. It's kind of like on Amazon when they give you those recommendations of you just bought this, other people bought this as well. And it's a great way to offload excess inventory and increase your average cart value. But it's a good experience for the customer too. They're going to get more of the product that they want. Definitely. And you're not going to feel like, well, what do I do with this now? It's like, well, hey, like, I mean, sure, you could discount it, but you probably don't need to. Like that was probably a coveted item or maybe someone just didn't know about it yet. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, some people might be like, oh, that's the whole box, but I actually want that thing. Like you might Mm -hmm. actually be able to, to spin that a little bit differently, I think. So that's one of the tactics that helped us the most when I was running Sparkle Hustle Grow. When someone would subscribe, they were essentially pre ordering the next box. But maybe it wasn't going to ship for two weeks or maybe even three weeks, depending on when they ordered, because we batch shipped. And so would say, while you wait, do you want last month's box? 
So often they would just add that to cart. So we would ship that immediately and then they would get another shipment when the batch went out. Yeah, definitely. I've seen a few different brands doing this recently too. Like it's like a thing, like maybe they do over order or they do it intentionally. Like Beachly is one where it's like, you know, you can always get their cute beach sandals or like yeah. different things. And so I feel like it's just another way for them to add a, a diversified income stream, like still in one store, still the yeah. same process, like not a lot of extra to do's there, I would say. Love it. So. Okay. Yeah. So I know exactly what my listeners are thinking of. They're thinking right now, Am I going to be able to design this? So let's talk a little bit about the designer and then tell them what you do, because this is your sweet spot. You and your team, you guys build these in your sleep. (laughs) Yes, it's true. It's true. We kind of have our process down now and what we feel is going to work. Yeah. So, I mean, can you design this yourself? Yes, of course you can. That's what I did. That's how I started YouTube University. <laughs> so you can do that if you're techie and you feel like that's a skill, like you you might be fine, you know what I mean, to go off and to do those things. But I will say for me, there was a point when I was like, holy smokes, this is a lot. I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out when I have my store, my product, my marketing, you know, and also at that time I was working a full-time job. You know, so for the side hustlers out there listening, I know that this is going to be evenings and weekends or when you got the time, right? So things like that. So, you know, there, it can take you a little bit longer or, you know, in some cases, clients come to us, they're like, I tried to do this and I just know I need someone else. So (laughs) that's where we come in. (laughs) Well, and you don't want to, the website is the first foot forward. And if your website, one, doesn't work because you couldn't figure out the tech or two looks amateur, that's going to hurt your conversion rates. That's going to hurt your launch. And so tell them what you and your team offer. Yeah, exactly. So we do full out website builds, redesign the email marketing, custom work. Like if you're not sure how to do an app, like literally end to end, we can help you with, we could also do consults and things. So all that stuff kind of blended in. But what we do that's a little bit different is yes, you can DIY it like I said I did. But I probably went through like four or five iterations of my DIY. And and how many tiers? Yeah, so (laughs) many, right? Yeah. (laughs) Were you there? Yeah. (laughs) I know the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Just that like frustration, but also like a lot of learning. And I mean, that helped me in my current position now. But the things that I didn't know back then was what you were talking about is like the placement of the things that we need to put on the website, where we need to put things, what we need to have on banners, what we need to say, you know, if you have a box, how are we describing that? I often say, it's like, if you went to a party and someone asked you about your subscription box and you're like, oh my God, it's so amazing. And this is what I'm doing. And this is what's in it. And here's why it's so great. We need to replicate that online. So we need to do that through text and visuals and things like that. And we can do that. But there are some tricks of the trade that we need to do to make sure that we've targeted the right customer, pulled them in, got them excited and have them adding to cart. So that looks like things on the homepage, things we do on the product page and things that we do to follow up with them if they're Mm -hmm. not ready yet, but they're thinking about it or they've added it to cart. How do we actually send them a message to be like, hey, come back. Like, don't forget about us. We still love you. The subscription box is awesome. (laughs) So there's just those things that we've really nailed as a process that I think will really help you take it to the next level. Like that's where you want to start probably not so much in, I'm trying to get this off the ground. I've invested money in this. I want to sort of do this. And like, I'm not really getting the traction. Right. I 100% 
believe in as entrepreneurs, we can get scrappy, but there's a time and a place. And sometimes if you don't get your website in a professional manner and it doesn't speak to the audience and it doesn't lead with the transformation, then you're not going to make any money. You're not going to sell any boxes. And so if you're going to, if you're thinking about hiring out, you need to think about things like, is this something I can do myself? Do I even like to do this? Is it going to cost me more time, money, and tears to try to do it myself first and then eventually hire out? And so that's why we bring people like you on as part of our subscription box bootcamp dream team. And so that people can just go right to you or go right to a specific vendor for whatever they're looking for, whether it's graphic design, box printers, Shopify websites. So where can they find more information? Maybe see some of the websites you've built, see some of the services that you offer. Our website is Jansel and Co, J-A-N-S-E-L-A-N-D-C-O. So Jancelandco.com. And we have our services listed there. We have a form you can fill out if you want to just connect with us and be like, what's this going to look like for us? Yeah. Here's kind of what my needs are. We'll quote you on the spot or we'll get on a call if you know we need to get more info. We've got some of our portfolio up there, but also clients ask for this all the time. So I'm happy to share examples of sites and things that we've done with anybody who's interested in that. And just keeping in mind, they're all going to look really different. And the reason for that is because we are trying to represent you and your Mm -hmm. ideal client and your product. And so that's actually a good thing. Like we want these things to be as unique as the thing that you're putting out there. So yeah, you can find more info there or connect with me on Insta. (laughs) Nice. I like that. That's so good about being very unique. And I think that's important too. And a lot of times, if you're trying to build it yourself, sometimes we get in our own way. I could build websites or, you know, do design for a million different boxes. And then if I try to work on my own, it's like I get stuck. And so I think that is one of the things where we lose time, we lose that momentum. So hiring someone like you and your team is such a win. I'm super grateful to have met you. If you're a subscription box boot camper and you're listening, guess what? Sarah's now in our bootcamp group. So if we have Shopify questions, she's there to help answer them. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And any closing thoughts? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like you've hit a lot of the key ones for your group. Really excited to be here. Can't wait to ask your questions. Ask your questions. <laughs> like, yes. Don't ever feel like, yeah. I do I want to ask this question? Yeah, you want to ask it. And honestly, things change, yeah. I would say as well. And yeah, think about your online store, like Julie was saying, the vehicle that's going to produce the revenue with that box. So it is important and it should be as unique as you. So yeah, 100%. Well, thanks again, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.